Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's Fantasy Football Fix. Man, the Fantasy Fix is in full effect. Ooh, that was a lot of Fs. The Fantasy Fix is in full effect. I like that. I like that. We are here. Wait, so is it Fantasy Football Fix or just the Fantasy Fix? It's the Fantasy Fix. Okay, you're right. Football's too much. much. We already know we're talking about Fantasy Football when you say Fantasy. Okay, got it. It's the Fantasy Fix. We're just working this new name out. We're just, you know... Trying it on for size. The Fantasy Fix with your boy, the Tony James, the Fantasy Sage. And I'm Tamara. But, as promised before. We should always, it's like we should do a long pause in crickets after you say that every time. Okay. We'll work, we'll work on <laughs> adding sound effects. <laughs> trying to get the aesthetics down, people. We're getting it together here. This so, is our 15th show. Yeah. Like crazy show. We've done 15. that many shows. We've done fifteen just in Fantasy shows. Fix. It's funny. Like one of the other podcasts is on like their five hundredth show. <laughs> and we're like, man, 15. we're at fifteen. Like we're pushing. We a can full. apply for Pod and Color. And we missed a week because just in case you guys didn't know, we're we're in color. Like you're you're black and I'm black. Yes. I don't know if it makes it. It makes a difference for Pod and Color because. At least one of the podsters has to be. We just lost fifty percent of our viewers or listeners. You shouldn't have told them. Mm, well, they don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> so, how was your um, how was your uh, fantasy oh, week this week? Okay, well, I made it into the playoffs in six out of six leagues, mm-hmm. and I lost half of them. <laughs> so I lost, but that's okay. The ones that I'm left in is the work league. Okay. Uh, couples therapy, and then the the NFL Network league that I'm in, which are all of the big money leagues. Ooh, nice. So I'm I'm left over. I'm out of the little twenty dollar league, the auction league, and another league that I was like, ah, I'm not really worried about that. Oh, actually, twenty five dollar league, which is our the other one, IGN, um, champs only. I'm out of champs only. Unfortunately, Raymond beat me for the second year in a row. He has knocked me out and he made a point to let me know. Yeah. It's okay. Because I I fully expect Chantel to to take care of him. She has him this week. I'll be watching that matchup. He put up 150 spot on me. I will not be watching my own matchup because unlike my co-host, I am in none of my playoffs. I made it to two out of three and quickly lost. I will say um, one of my playoffs, I made a last minute change literally at 105 before the game started. I put in Josh McCowan over Russell Wilson. Now, before you say what? I would have never advised her to do that. First of all, we discussed it and we both were a little questioning on the Jacksonville defense and whether or not Russell would be able to perform against him. We both agreed that we thought it would be a low-scoring game. In fact, I agree. what is your fantasy lead of last lead. week? It Thank was a you. lead. It was a lead. So I just got shook, I, put in I Josh too. McCown, and we all know what happened there. I ended up with negative 1.6 points I for my quarterback. I started Josh McCown in the league. It just so happens that I also had um, – Mr. Le'Veon Bell himself. <laughs> so my minus three from Josh McCown ended up. I literally went into the, the, the Sunday night game needing 30 points. And, and Le'Veon Bell got me 30.3 
point. But you know what? As we're talking about performance, it was let's, fantastic. Let's talk about that. Let's now. Le'Veon Bell got you thirty points because <sighs> this week Ben Roethlisberger again top performing quarterback. He he showed up. He showed up huge. Five hundred six passing yards and two touchdowns. And his next opponent, this is going to be a game. Like, this is a game that everybody needs to tune in. If you don't watch any game, the other game this weekend, the New England Patriots against the Pittsburgh Steelers is for all the marbles. Ooh, can we just take a second and talk about how horrible New England was we're, against No, me? we're going to get okay, to okay. that. All right. Um, but Big Ben, I mean, we, look. The Patriots defense is hit or miss, right? We watched a terrible Patriots defense against the Dolphins this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just don't know what they're going to produce. The game is in Pittsburgh, right? So that's a positive, always a positive for Big Ben. Anytime he's at home, I'm confident in that offense. Anytime they're on the road, I'm a little bit skeptical mm-hmm. about what they're going to produce. So if you have Big Ben, feel safe playing him against. I would start. Definitely. All three of Big Ben, all the Bs. Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Chris Boswell, maybe even Martavis Bryant. <laughs> I might start off. I'm starting all the Bs. Juju doesn't fit into that. Juju's no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a B. He'll be back from all. suspension this week. So. Um, but it's, Do you think Juju being back will have an effect on Antonio Brown or Le'Veon no, Bell's production? No, only okay. on Martavis Bryant's numbers. Okay. He's the only one that that's, that's like, they're the... They're battling for the two. Okay. So they're the two and the three, and it's just a matter of back who's open okay. on any given down. All right, number two. I have in standard scoring Dak Prescott coming out of nowhere and performing. I have Wentz. See, now in standard scoring, Wentz is right behind Dak Prescott. And I was so impressed that I made a note because let us remember, Wentz went out with an injury and was one point behind in standard scoring, Dak Prescott. Okay, so it must have been some rushing yards that Wentz got in there. Um, I don't know what it was. I have 27.2 for Carson Wentz and 26.6 for Dak Prescott. So I have Wentz with 291 yards and four touchdowns now here's the thing people he's done yeah injured he's already on ir played a hell torn of a game. acl now hell of a game and a hell of a fight and you know i've learned a lot this season about eagles and eagles fans i've never been an eagles fan so i never really cared how have you learned a lot about eagles and eagles fans I've do you know a, eagles fans? i've been paying attention Right? So to been, the people in the stands on the TV? Listening to sports radio. Listening to... And they interview Eagles fans? Yeah. They talk to... I'm tell people who have the beat on the Eagles organization, on the Eagles fans who are around there, they have a history of disappointment. Right? It doesn't matter how good they've been. It doesn't matter how great Donovan McNabb played in the past. It doesn't matter how great Michael Vick played when he came from his uh, jail. Michael Vick has never been good since he left Atlanta. Fantastic. Got him to the playoffs. You keep telling me that yet. My memory does not support your statements. Okay. Well, uh, I watched those games and Vick was fantastic. So the only reason that people forgot about the fact that he killed dogs, people in Philly were like, no, no, "Ah, no. Some people did not forget. They were picketing. 
We don't want Vic. And then he won three games in a row, and they were like, ah, Vic is the best thing that's ever happened to the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people forget very quickly with good sports. Apparently, Eagles fans do. Um, and, but what I've so learned is about them now. they're scorned. <laughs> Eagles fans are scorned. That is what I've learned in there. You listen to them on talk radio and they go, it's only a matter of time. Like they're expecting the downfall of the team. Doesn't matter well, how good it's they're good. doing. Then Carson Wentz met their expectations. He is though. out. And um, looks like it's going to be Nick Foles who's going to be playing backup. Unfortunately, you will not be seeing Kaepernick. Now. No, yeah. They already they announced it because... Anytime a quarterback gets hurt, uh, yeah, NFL, now, like the, the automatic has to be no, we're we're not picking right. up cap. The conversation is immediately like your backup's not better than cap. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Question: Since he was all over the morning shows today, is he better than RG three? Oh God, did you see him? Well, yeah, we live in the same house. Just, we were watching it together. Look, I. <sighs> Here's my thing. Okay, quickly your thing. He's not good. You're you're not good at football. You had one good season. Yeah. And then as soon as defenses, defenses and coaches got tape on you and started rushing you, they hurt and started you. pressuring you. Yeah, they hurt you. They realized very quickly that you have no clue when is a good time to get rid of the ball. <laughs> and they just started tearing you to pieces. And your career Went right down the table with your ACL. Not according to him. He's been getting many calls. He has all the best calls. I have all the best calls. calls. All the best calls. All the most important people in football. (laughs) Are calling me. Call me. I get all the calls. I got a letter from Robert Kraft (laughs) about how much he wants me to be a part of the Patriots organization. No, you didn't. Trust me. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. That's what you sound like, RG3. So who's rounding out the top three then? We already discussed. Uh, uh, Dak. Dak. Brett Hundley. Yeah. 25.7. And Jay Cutler. Um, I was going to make the seat. I know. Before we talk about how much we hate uh, Jay Cutler. My secret segment this week was going to be attack of the second string quarterback. Mr. Newport and Natty Bo himself. Jay Cutler. <laughs> Newport and Natty Bo. Newport and Natty Bo. I guarantee that's what he has in the locker room. That's you know what, though? Game. You know what? The only reason is because Gronk was hurt and they were playing the Patriots who already make crappy quarterbacks look like amazing quarterbacks. We're going to talk about my hot take on the Patriots and versus. Today. Okay. So I anticipate verses for the next 30 minutes before. How many times do I have to tell you, you do not me show that. plan? She keeps telling me that. Uh, there is verses. Verses is going to be Fine. living. Fine. It's segment. official. Yes. Verses is a segment. Verses is a segment. But there's and still there a secret segment each week. to be a verses. Each week. I have two this week. Good. Two. Well, let's get to great. it then. Let's get through um, backs. top running backs. Le'Veon Bell. Of course. We already discussed Le'Veon his Bell's amazing performance Le'Veon this Bell week. Le'Veon Bell does. 35 fantasy points, 48 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. And then in receptions, he was 9 for 77 and two touchdowns. He went ham. Who do you have bringing in second? Rod Smith. Okay. That's in, that's in PPR? A half point half PPR? Point. So in standard, I made a note of this too. Interesting. <laughs> we think alike. And standard scoring is Jonathan Stewart in second, but Smith is right behind him, yeah. one point behind. Stewart did not have the receptions, 
which is what, and of course, half point PPR boosted him uh, ahead a little bit. Keep your eye on Rod Smith. Um, Dallas has the Raiders this week, and Rod Smith only had 47 rushing yards and a touchdown. He really made his money in the receiving game, 5 for 113 and a touchdown. And they're playing against the Raiders. Now, Smith, uh, since he's taken a more active role since, um, you know, Zeke. Now, Zeke will be back in week 16. Okay. So be, and know, they play Oakland. They play Oakland this week. That's your championship week, too, people. So he's got nine for 41 and a touchdown, 10 points in week 12. Mm-hmm. 10 for 27 and a touchdown for eight points. Am I in standard scoring? I might be in standard scoring. And in week 13, and six for 47 and a touchdown in last week. So he's pretty much good for a touchdown. He's scoring. Anytime he's, he's scoring. He, when and he's we playing. watched we watched that offense struggle for a couple of weeks and we said, Okay, there goes Dallas this season. They're down the toilet bowl without Ezekiel Elliott and they've revitalized themselves. They wanna make the playoffs and they know they have the ability to do well. If they can stay in the hunt and get Zeke back after the six games, there's a possibility that they that they get in. So um, who do you have rounding up third, fourth, and fifth? I've got uh Stewart. Yeah, okay. 28.3, Jordan Howard with 28, and um, Jamal Williams, Green Bay Packers, with 27.3. Okay. Um, Howard's consistent. Williams has been consistent mm-hmm. ever since uh, Aaron Jones Ty Montgomery her. and Aaron Jones have been injured. Although Aaron Jones is back. Uh-uh. He, he was back last week, too, and he got one carry. So I'm not concerned about him at all. Pay attention. Be very, be very cautious about the reports that come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron because, Jones? Yeah, there were reports that were saying Aaron Jones was going to be the starter last week. Mm-hmm. So you have to be – you have and to really read and pay attention to ESPN and, uh-huh. and watch things before you just say, okay, they're saying Jones is going to be the starter. I'm going to put him out there. Jamal Williams in the last – since week nine. Now, he had a little bit of a slow start, but even still, mm-hmm. nine points with a touchdown. Six points, no touchdown. Eight points, no touchdown. But since week 12, 24, 18, 22, uh, 21 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm sorry. 21 for 66 in week 12. 21 for 113. 15 for 49, but he's got a touchdown each of the last three weeks. I'm telling you, he's, he's worth the start. He's worth the start. Now, we're going to get a little bit more into the Green Bay offense a little bit later. We're going to talk about that. Um, what I who what I do want to touch on as far as running backs are concerned is Jonathan Stewart's production. Um, he's always a hard one to gauge. This is only his second double digit fantasy scoring week of the entire season, mm. and all those touchdowns came on the goal line. They got down close, first and goal situations, and he was able to punch it in. You can't guarantee that Carolina's offense is going to be in that situation all the time. Right. And when they're playing between the 20s, it's Christian McCaffrey that's being used I'm in the past. Um, uh, almost called him Carson Palmer, and that is not their quarterback. He is hurt. Uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Uh, <laughs> Usually he's taking those for himself, which is probably why you haven't been seeing Jonathan Stewart. He's trying not to hurt himself this mm. year. 
Well, we all know he has a shoulder injury. I don't know why they keep trying to act like he doesn't. This is the same thing that happened last season. Yeah, even though Funches got one last week, like it was like barely. We haven't seen Olsen. Olsen's been back for two weeks now. We haven't seen Olsen. I started Olsen, got a fat goose egg. Oh, I hate when that happens. So it's like the passing game is I not I feel like I had that one, and Carolina. I told you don't start him. Man, for other reasons, you know. but it still works out. I win. So so speaking of, of oh, no, no, no. We need to get so to. Just be cautious about Jonathan Stewart going forward. Oh, sorry. Uh, wide receivers. Yes. D-Hop. Yes. I had him. DeAndre Hopkins. It, he 11, did not get me a win, but it was still a good performance. 11 449 and two touchdowns. Nice. Now, they're playing the best defense in the league this week, Jacksonville. Start DeAndre Hopkins. All right. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with this with this team right now. TJ Yates. You're talking about Houston. Yeah. Okay. TJ Yates is going to be the starter this week. I um, saw that. But I think he's going to pepper DeAndre Hopkins with targets. Both of their running backs are currently hurt. Ellington and Lamar Miller both have knee injuries. Oh, crap. Um, And so their only offense, they're not going to throw the ball to Will Fuller. They're not going to throw the ball to to Anderson. Um, He's their offense. All right. DeAndre Hopkins is their offense. So I don't care how many interceptions TJ Yates throws. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you start Hopkins, he's going to catch at least six to seven passes this week. And it's just a matter of what the yaks look like, what those yards after catch look like. So Strong second and wide receiver. We I, have uh, – I mean, we have – A.B. The mister – One of, of the B's. Of all misters. B.B.'s. B.B.B.B. Look. Antonio Brown. He didn't score a touchdown last week. What? Put up 26 fantasy points, 11 receptions for 213 yards. Well, that's because he wasn't playing in a blizzard. If he was playing in a blizzard. I just, <laughs> I just he's just good. He's just yeah. good. Now, I heard something interesting the other day. I was listening to PTI, as a matter of fact. And they said a wide receiver has never won MVP. Isn't it usually the quarterback? But, but. Okay, then it should be the most valuable quarterback award. Don't call it the most valuable player award because Antonio Brown on your roster Agreed. accounts for a boatload of offense. Every we need to single research. Okay, I'll research that. Game. I always feel like it's always a quarterback, and I've always had an issue with that too. But. And that's just crazy because you can't call it the most valuable player award. There are a lot. Well, they can and they do. No, but, but I'm just you saying. just disagree with I'm that. I'm just saying on teams who have won Super Bowls, the quarterback wasn't the MVP. You know what I mean? Like Peyton Manning wasn't the MVP of the Denver Broncos a few years ago. So it's just I I don't know. It just bothers me. Um, mm, yeah, it seems like it's always a quarterback. It, yeah, it usually is, but it, that annoys me. Uh, rounding out the top five. Oh, excuse me. Antonio Brown's got the Patriots next week. Uh, this week, rather. So, I mean, he's Antonio Brown, so you're going to play him regardless. Rounding out the top five, I've got Devontae Adams, who is, to me, a must-start this week. Uh, Demarius Thomas, for the first time in a long time. And oh, t- Sorry, I'm looking at this MVP list. Sometimes it's a running back. Like in 93, Emmett Smith won it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's deserving. 98, Terrell Davis. Okay. Marshall Falk, 2000. Marshall Falk, got it. Oh, sexual harassment allegations against Ooh, him. Ooh, really? Oh, you haven't heard about that? No. 
The last I saw was Russell Simmons has like another five. Oh no! Yesterday it came out there, and it's all against one chick that works at NFL Network. It's like Donovan McNabb, Marshall Falk, and several other dudes who have all just been getting at at some point. Mm. One of them asked her if she was. I don't know if I should say this on the air. Allegedly. Uh, no, ask. don't say it on the. Remember, the this podcast is supposed to be clean. Okay, okay, this is PG thirteen. Just is inappropriate behavior, mm. groping and grabbing and saying inappropriate things, and it's just. Why are they all treating her like that, or is it her? I'm, uh, okay, uh, no, I'm not blaming the women. I'm just questioning. I have no idea. Um, Sean Alexander, 05, Ladamian Tomlinson, 06. Okay, LT got one. But pretty much, if I'm not reading the year in the running back, it's quarterbacks. I think it's just amazing to me that we've seen amazing years out of wide receivers uh, like Jerry Rice and yeah, Terrell it's never. Owens now, that is true. And, it is and never. Antonio Brown. And we've seen wide receivers receive for 1,800 yards, 1,900 yards, and none of these guys have and ever. And 1982 was a place kicker. <laughs> Are you serious? For the Washington Redskins. Got MVP? Yes. Wow. It, that must have been an amazing, like. Defensive tackle in 1971, Allen Page. Oh, wow. Played the place kicker, a linebacker. Oh, Lawrence Taylor, linebacker of for the course. Giants in '86. Otherwise, that, it's a quarterback. But see, that lets me back. know that, like the '80s, they were really looking at football, or they were just you were famous and they were giving it. To I don't you. know if I agree with that. You don't think the place kicker was in the clubs making a name no, for himself I in just, the block? I just really feel like okay, they were looking at the sport and saying, you know what, this guy won the Washington Redskins twelve out of their fourteen wins that season. All of those games were decided within three points, and if it wasn't for him... Yeah, but why the place kicker and not the kicker? That is the kicker. Oh, why are they... I, okay. Yeah. I swear. Whatever. You can make fun of me. No, I'm not. Swear I'm when saying. I heard place kicker, I thought the guy who holds the ball. Oh, no. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> There's no way that guy's ever going to win That's MVP. That's like. the best holder ever. <laughs> In life, he's the he most holds, accurate. He laces out all the balls, perfectly <laughs> all the balls. So D Hop, Antonio Brown, we got Devonte Adams, uh, Demarius Thomas, and Tyler Lockett rounding out the top five. I watched. Um, I watched Demarius Thomas rack up points on my bench. It was great. in a it game that great. I lost by the points. And I maybe needed. this is a step forward for that Denver offense, but who knows? Mm. I'm just not confident Mm. in that. Um, Mm. And as far as Tyler Lockett is concerned, it's a a back and forth between him and Paul Richardson. Me personally, we're going to talk about Paul Richardson earlier versus Tyler Lockett. Um, I would say Richardson this week is going to be the guy. It's really a back and forth. Tight ends. Not Gronk, I'll tell you that. Not Gronk. Tight ends is a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, Burton. Five for 71 and two touchdowns. I had to put his team by his name because I knew I wouldn't know oh, it when know we came who, back to this I show I know notes. who Trey Burton is because I have Zach Ertz everywhere. Uh-huh. So, so I, and Zach Ertz today was cleared of concussion protocol. So Trey Burton's relevance is going to completely disappear okay. this week. Now they're playing against the Giants. Um, now this is the thing about about the Eagles. Everybody's wants to don't count the Eagles out yet. All they need is a win this week against the Giants to clinch home field advantage. Then they have the Raiders, which should be another win. And then they oh, have let's not get crazy. And then they got the Cowboys in Week 17, which really is going to be a game that's more important to the Cowboys and their playoff hopes mm-hmm. than it is to the Eagles. So I see the Eagles winning the next two, and Week 17 not really mattering. Taking it easy. 
which means Nick Foles has one, two, three, and a bye week to get ready for his homestand against whoever they end up facing in the playoffs. Okay. So it's a possibility that Folds is, is I mean, he's he knows the system. He's been in the system for a long time. He went out on his own. He did the Brock Osweiler. He went out on his own, ended up on the Rams. Got passed around. Stunk it up. And ended up right back right where he's <laughs> Philadelphia. So who's rounding out the number two spot this uh, week in tight end? Raiders tight end. Cook. Oakland. Cook. Oakland. 16 points, 5 for 75, and a touchdown. Their we next opponent win, is it's Dallas, cool. and they're going to lose. Whatever. Uh, you know what that means. Raiders are playing against Dallas, so star Jason Whitney. <laughs> Do you know Whatever. what that means? And then you got uh, Jesse James, uh, Garrett Selleck, and Hunter Henry rounding out the top Five now, tight ends. I think personally that mm-hmm. there's going to be a tight end out there, and we're going to talk about this in depth next week on next week's episode. But there's a tight end out there that's going to win you your championship. All right, and I'm going to tell you next week who those tight ends are, who those guys are that you need to start in week 16, championship week, that is going to win you. A title. That's right. Get them coming back. All right. What's next in our lineup since you do uh, show show flow now? I don't look. I don't do show flow now. I do want to talk about the injury report. Let's talk about it. Before so we pretty talk much about, everybody. Before we, we uh, there's a lot of people. I always try to again. I say this every week. I try to shorten it, and it just. I just, I can't shorten it. These all right. are all relevant names. Now, what I do want to mention prior to going into the injuries is that there are Saturday games this week. How dare there be Saturday games? Are you okay. sure there's Saturday games the on the end, 15th? At the end of the season. I thought season. the Saturday games were on the 22nd, third, 23rd. End of the season. We're in week 15. All of the Saturday games start to creep up. So this Saturday we have Chicago and Detroit. KRS. Mm, uh, I don't know. I didn't write that down. Are they usually afternoon games or are they usually morning games? They're usually an afternoon and an evening game, but that's irrelevant. Okay. The point is... Well, because I need to know, do I have time to look at the injury report in the early day mm. so that I can set my roster? Well, look up the times. Oh, that's well, that's why we have computer <laughs> Uh, not if net neutrality. Uh, I know, right? It might cost me eight hundred dollars. This is not a political podcast. Nineteen ninety five for every Google search. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We laugh. The country is going to hell in a handbasket. Chicago versus Detroit. So that's your your uh, your Jordan Howards, your Matthew Staffords, your Amir Abdullahs, your Theo Riddicks, Marvin Joneses. And then you've got the uh, excuse me the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So in both of those games, there's a lot of names that are relevant. So don't get caught with your pants down, and don't have it. And wait till Monday morning to set your lineup, only to realize that you started Eric Ebron and he put up a goose egg against the Chicago Bears. All right, so know that there are Saturday games this week. Um, with that, let's move right into the injuries. Now, as I do every week, this is a long. Yeah, they're they're one thirty and five thirty. One thirty, five thirty. So um, afternoon Pacific Standard Time. afternoon evening. 
right? Afternoon, evening. We're in Pacific Standard Time. So for those of you who are on the East Coast, we're talking 4.30 and 8.30. And 8:30. Um, so you've got time Do in the morning. people on the East Coast are listening to our podcast? Maybe. Bonjour. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, injuries, uh, every week I try to shorten this and I'm, I'm going to run through this as fast as I possibly can. Cause there are a lot of names to cover here. Um, and Tamara, stop me. If there is somebody specific that you want to elaborate on, you know, I will, uh, let's start it off with Mr. Adrian Peterson with his neck injury. Now, Bruce Arians came out this week and said that he has no idea if or when Peterson will recover. From this injury Again I go to He got that Martellus Bennett secret uh, (laughs) Secret injury You know There's that Um, John Brown With a toe injury Limited in practice today Uh, I thought I should Put this in there About David Johnson He has of course With his wrist injury Um, They said that He will only return If there is no Gray area Regarding his health I think it's safe to say that he probably will, will not, not return. Be back yeah, season. I don't know what a gray area is. Having said that, if miraculously he plays in week sixteen, play him. Maybe you start him. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't personally, but no. you know, he hasn't he, played a game all. You might have been holding him on your IR spot I all do have, season I long. I have him in an IR spot, waiting for this opportunity. Uh, Tevin Coleman, concussion. He's still in the concussion protocol. Mike Wallace with an ankle did not practice today. LaShawn McCoy with a knee injury was limited. Charles Clay with a knee was also limited. Kelvin Benjamin also with a knee was limited. These are three people that played in that snow game, all of Mm -hmm. which have knee injuries. Yeah, everyone messed (laughs) up their knee. Now, that being said, aren't they also the same people who had knee injuries to begin with? I know Clay and Benjamin did. And Benjamin got a touchdown. Uh, in that game, but uh, you know, then he went out of the game because so he got like, a knee injury. Started because they were playing in a blizzard. Got a little bit of points. It was almost ridiculous. It, and like, why are you even showing me this game? I can't see anything. I don't know who has the ball right now. All I see is a white screen. And that game uh, is in Buffalo again this week. We don't know what the weather's going to look like, but take that into consideration against the Miami Dolphins. Oh. They're coming from a heat to the snow. Jay Cutler is not going to have the clear, game. Yeah, last it's a week. clear indicator that Buffalo's going to win this game, but I don't know who you start. If you start anybody, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, mm. Cutler, I don't know if I'd play. I might play McCoy again. He was the only one that was relevant. Um, Nathan Peterman. We all watched this idiot slide headfirst in the snow and get his spine jarred and go out of the game with a concussion. He's still in protocol. Um, They don't know who's going to start. If Terrell Pryor is healthy enough to play, he'll be back. He'll start for the Bills. I wouldn't start him. Yeah. Not in the snow. Devin Funches, shoulder injury limited in practice today. Cam Newton, we talked about it a little bit earlier, shoulder injury limited. Kendall Wright, shoulder injury limited. Giovanni Renard with a knee injury limited in practice today. Um, Joe Mixon remains in concussion protocol. So watch that Joe Mixon-Giovanni Bernard situation very, very closely. I started Bernard this week because Mixon was out. Uh Uh-huh. 
if Mixon ends up being out again, monitor that knee situation closely because Giovanni Bernard will be worth a start if he plays. All right. Tyler Croft, hamstring injury, did not practice That's today. That's a hammy. David Njoku, foot and wrist, mm. limited in practice today. Sounds like he needs to retire. I put Paxton Lich on this uh, list just to go back to his crying moment because that was just <laughs> so hilarious to me. You are so just, cruel. That was just fantastic. Uh, he still has an ankle injury and is ruled out for Thursday's game. <laughs> That is so foul. I know. That's right. Am I bullying him? Yeah. Is that what I'm doing? You know, that's a thing. I, don't, I should tweet at him. <laughs> um, I'm going to tag him when I post Wait, a pod. Should... <laughs> no, don't You'll do that. I might even give him the. This is 33 minutes and, and 30 seconds. 33 minutes. I'm going to tag him and give him, the, and give him the mark uh, so that he can listen to my take. It'll be on, more like 33 minutes because we got to, you know, do on, some editing. On him being a crybaby. Uh, so, you know, I wrote Trevor Simeon is, is going to start Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. This is exciting. Rogers. This is exciting. Rogers. Look, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now, right? Yeah. Yeah. If the Green Bay Packers are in the position to make the playoffs, when Aaron Rodgers comes back, then he'll play. Well, you know what Brett Hundley did? He put them in the position. They got to win out. They have to win out, and they have some tough opponents. They've got Detroit, they've got Minnesota, and they've got Carolina. Carolina is this week. These are three tough opponents, two of which are division opponents, and they got to win out in order I think to make. They can, I think they'll pull off a win against Carolina. I think they'll beat Carolina. Look, this we, week. we talked. About, we ran through the injuries for Carolina. Um, yeah, I think they'll they've play. been playing okay. Green Bay's defense. Ugh. It's always hit or miss. Yeah. It's always hit or miss. But the the thing is, they always put up more points than their opponent. Like, and that's yeah, what it boils down to. Yeah, the same could be said almost with Carolina. Yeah, whether their defense is solid or not, they put up 32. And the, your opponent put up 30. <laughs> so, they're good at that. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers back, he was medically cleared today. Um. And I think this is, has a huge impact on the likes of Jordy Nelson. You're right. The likes of even Randall Cobb takes a step forward. Now, Brett Hundley already had a great rapport with Devontae Adams. I don't think that Devontae Adams takes a step back. I think he's still going to be extremely relevant in this offense. And I also think that Jamal Williams is going to continue to play the way that he's been playing. Um, so Green Bay Packers, if, if, if you have Aaron Rodgers on your roster, this may be the Hail Mary that you're looking for. I went and picked him up in a few leagues, and I'm considering starting him over Tom Brady this week. Mm, and I'll explain why a little bit later. Uh, Lamar Miller and Andre Ellington, both running backs for the Houston Texans, have knee injuries. Both were limited participants in practice today. Tom Savage concussion did not practice so tj yates is the guy um i would take a look at the numbers uh, like i said earlier hopkins is the offense right so i would take a very close look at the numbers with tj yates and hopkins see how they fare with one another they've played with one another over the years kind of look at the past years and engage whether or not you want to roll at hopkins but again i think he's the guy uh, sad news for C.J. Fedorowicz, who is the normal tight end for the Houston Texans. He's still in concussion protocol, 
And they're talking about this last concussion could force him to retire. Wow. This is his fourth concussion in two seasons. Oh, yeah. And so... They don't, um, you know, now they're developing ways to scan for CTE while you're still yeah, alive. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't know uh, what the future is. Just random science. For him. <laughs> but I decided, you know, I would put that in there. So, so you guys know, sad news for CJ Fedorowicz. He's a hell of a player. Is uh, he? You know he him personally? Uh, he's, I said he's a hell of a player. So <laughs> I know Player, player I'm from the Himalayas. Very, uh, very fantasy inclined. Dante Moncrief. Ankle injury is ruled out for tomorrow night's game. Who cares? Yeah, who had him on their team? Uh, Marquise Lee is injured with a foot, limited in practice. Can you read these with a little more excitement? Even I'm falling asleep. Leonard Leonard Fournette. I mean, you don't have to yell, but you said quickly. I'm getting, I am. I'm almost done. I'm bigly tired. Whatever. Leonard Fournette with a quad injury did not practice today. Pay attention to that situation. Alan Hearns with an ankle did not practice today. Robert Woods with his shoulder injury is expected to suit up this week against Seattle. So it's nice having him back. Damian Williams with a shoulder did not practice. Uh, So it's still Kenyon Drake's backfield in Miami. Unfortunately, like we said earlier, they're going to be in the snow. Taper expectations. Jarek McKinnon with a shoulder injury limited in practice today. Adam Thielen with a knee injury limited in practice today. Mm. Kyle Rudolph with an ankle did not practice Good today. Lord. Chris Hogan, shoulder limited in practice today. Matt Forte, questionable. Josh McCown broke his hand, done for the season. So, for the Jets offense, that means Bryce Petty. Yay. No, that's, a, that's not a yay. You know, that's not a yeah at all. I, I would not start feel Robbie like my Anderson. My segment should go back to attack of the second string quarterback. I would not start any of those fools except for a running back in for for the Jets. Mm. No wide receivers. I wouldn't start any of. I wouldn't start ASJ. I wouldn't start any of them. Uh, Jared Cook with his wrist was limited in practice today. Amari Cooper ankle injury did not practice yeah, today. Yeah, he still looked hurt. He's considered day to day. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz torn ACL. Done. Out for the season. Done for. Nick Foles is the guy. Now here's the thing about Carson Wentz and his injury occurring so late in the season. ACL is a nine to twelve month recovery time. So mm-hmm. this means we may not even see Carson Wentz till October, Ugh. November of next year. I have no idea of what they're going to do now. He goes to the same doctor that, of course, all the so ACL. Not going to pick up cap. Nope, they already. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Now this is look. They've expressed their non-interest, quote unquote, non-interest in Kaepernick. But let Nick Foles go out there and stink it up against the Giants this week. <laughs> let him, a team like nobody loses be, against the Giants. Right? A team they're supposed to. I could get to 12 of neck. my friends and we could beat and the Giants. And we could beat the Giants. Right. I could get the little Giants and we could beat the Giants. <laughs> right. If he stinks it up this week, that's going to force that front office to make some decisions. They might go get that's gonna Tebow. Force them. Who are they going to get? Out of triple A league. Who are you going to get? Tebow. Who are you gonna get? That's good. You can't get Tebow. Tebow can't win an NFL game. Uh, I think he would beg to differ. Uh, Tebow's playing <laughs> baseball now. 
Um, so Jay Cutler was announcing for NBC or CBS. Get, they're gonna try to get Romo out of the booth. <laughs> Dude. No, we see what happened last time that was brought up. Romo, Romo, how's your collarbone? People were taking my taking the high road, but not <laughs> knowing the address. How's your collarbone? Uh, Mike Davis with a rib injury, limited in practice today. Jordan Reed, it's a hammy. Why are you even still saying his name? Jordan Here's Reed why. will never play again because last week. It wasn't an option, and this is the coach's word. It's not an option at this point for Jordan Reed to be on injured reserve. Oh, I remember him saying that, and we laughed. Jordan Reed is on injured reserve. Because Jordan <laughs> Reed is broken. They need. The, I'm sorry. If I were Washington, I would cut Jordan Reed. He is on. Now, that's I easily said. R- I don't know what his contract says, but. IR shut down for the season. Jordan Reed is done. So you know what that means? Vernon Davis all day, at least for the next three weeks. Vernon Davis caught a touchdown last week. Yeah. Or 15, this week. 15, 16, 17. He's the guy. There's no question about it. Uh, we heard a little bit of Niles Paul's name last week, but he also got injured last week. So Vernon Davis is the tight end in Washington for the next three weeks. And right now, Kirk Cousins, even though not playing for a playoff spot, is playing for a big contract next season. So he's going to be slinging that thing around for he the He better because he's games. been looking really mediocre for the last few games. That's all I got in injuries. All right. So what do you have in versus? Uh, let's, start with, let's start with this one. I want to go to the fun one last. The other one's kind of fun. First thing I have in versus is Tom Brady versus his Achilles. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Uh, I object. Uh, we have watched <laughs> for the last two weeks while Tom Brady sat back there in the pocket, threw a whole bunch of ducks to his wide receiver, short passes. You know what happens when you see a quarterback throw short passes? You know what the problem is? He can't plant. He can't plant. Go on. And they've been telling us for weeks. Now, mind you, Brady's not even on the Patriots injury report this week. But they've been telling us for weeks. He's fine. He's on the injury report. He's got Achilles. Yeah, but he hasn't been practicing. Two weeks ago. No, he hasn't been practicing all week long, but he'll be fine. Two weeks ago, he didn't practice Thursday, right? No big deal. He practiced a little bit on Friday. He plays. Crap. Last week, he didn't practice Thursday or Friday. Goes out there on Monday night, stinks it up. When's In the his last defense, time he didn't have Gronkowski though to catch those doesn't short matter. passes. When was the last time you've seen Tom Brady not convert a third down in an entire game? Was it zero for twelve? Well, I don't know because down? he's he like superhuman. A third down at all. The Patriots did not convert on one. Third so your down. theory is these secret injuries is a Patriot thing. Tom Brady and he hurt. too is hurt. Tom Brady is hurt. Here's what and I'll Tom say. Brady. We're gonna see a blowout against Pittsburgh this week. The Patriots are gonna get. They got smacked against the Dolphins. That seven-point difference. This is without Gronk. That seven-point difference did not illustrate the dominance of the Dolphins' defense in that game. They're going to get killed in Pittsburgh. If If that Achilles isn't right, which I don't think it is, which I think they're keeping away from us, I... I would not start Tom Brady this week. I'm going to say that 
if I were Tom, I too would hide in, hide an injury at all costs. People have been questioning your ability to play after 40, 40. since this whole season right. started. You've been selling me on your new diet book. You eat avocado ice cream. You're married to it's a gotta model. He's got to hide it. Like you've been swearing you're, you're going to play until you're 45 and now your Achilles is hurt. Could be a totally legitimate injury. I mean, everyone's getting injured. Yeah, look. Could be a legitimate injury that anyone at any age could have. But Not saying I blame them. Not at all saying I blame him. I'd probably hide it too. He's gonna start being like my mom. Oh, once you turn to, forty, look, everything starts well, falling apart. Right. This is the thing. <laughs> He's marketing himself like he is his own billboard. Right, forty is the new for 20. the epitome of health, based on. Avocado ice cream. The health plan that he, he's trying to push and put forward, right? So he's got to make it to 40. He's, he's already set a benchmark of 45. He set a benchmark. He's got to make it. No. I wouldn't blame he's, him if he retired after this season. He's got to. But you can't then. You got to completely change. No, you don't. I would totally. He talks about how he never has headaches. How he never gets hurt. He doesn't have any pain when he wakes up in the morning. His back. And this is all a result of the way that he eats, the way that he exercises, the way that, that his diet and exercise plan that he's pushing, all of his non-ailments. And I'm sure that's a true statement in regular everyday life. Let's remember he plays one of the most combat, or not combat, but... But that's what makes it impressive. That's what makes it like, oh crap, this guy's 40. We see guys at 35 taking these hits and get an injury yeah, and never so come I'm back. I'm impressed with the fact that he got to 40. I would not hold it against him if he retired after this year. I would still buy his diet book. I would still do his exercise plan. I would still fall off of it after about a month and a half and then complain. But I would still do it. Him if he retiring marketing after, it at 36 and then said, and oh, I can get to 40. This is how I made it to 40 without ever being injured, without ever this, without ever that. That's one thing. But this is new. This is new marketing. This is new yeah, Tom Brady, true. 40 years that's old, going to make it to 45 the, in the NFL. You can't within the year get hurt. And retire without a headache. Like, this is, that's what this is supposed to be. I hear you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I, this is a bit, he has to, marketing-wise, business-wise, he's got to hide this injury. All right, what's next on your versus list? Quentin Jefferson. <sighs> Versus the Jacksonville Jaguars fans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me break this down for you. So there was some scuffling on the field. and we. Are, do you know why? Because they threw a beer at him. No. Because Jackass Bennett. Okay. Anytime we all know when a team goes into victory. Oh, formation, so blame it on the guy who has a history of doing bullshit. When, it, when the team goes into victory <laughs> formation, the game is over. Okay. Right? You know it's a kneel down. You don't have any timeouts. You can't stop the clock. Team hikes the ball, kneels it, lets the clock run. Right? Right. Michael Bennett. Uh huh. Hike throws himself <laughs> into the ankles and legs of the center. Of the other team causes this whole... Oh, so what, you can't do that? No! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he didn't know. Causes this whole huge scuffle. Like, you don't push through the line when it's a nail down. That's understood. That's one of those unwritten rules. Is it in the rule book? You don't do that. Okay? Hmm. Now, you cause this whole huge melee. 
People are fighting. Refs coming in. People are getting ejected. This, that, whatever. So this guy gets ejected. Okay, so now let's get to the fun part. Starts walking off the field. And somehow somebody says, hey, Jefferson, you stood. Well, and he was going. Like, he was headed, had escorts, Jack security, taking him into and the Jefferson locker And Jefferson was like, F you, man, come down and say that to my face. And in slow motion, a beer. You see it. It's coming out of the crowd <laughs> as he's walking into the tunnel, comes down near him. He looks up, he sees it, and immediately heads back. To the stands. So then there's like three guys, I guess, who are supposed to be escorting him to the locker room, like trying to hold him back from the fans and not doing a good job at all. Other trainers are coming over. People are trying to get him to the locker room. And he is like not even seeing them. They're grabbing his head or steadily throwing stuff. Steadily throwing stuff, throwing more and more beers, doing things. Apparently, one of the fans called him the N-word. Of course. Right. And it's just out of control. Now, my thing is, he is a man. Quentin Jefferson is a man. And that's what he said in his statement. He said, look, yes, I play football. That's the profession that I chose. But I am also a man. And if I were out in the streets, I would not let another man throw a beer at me. That's disrespectful. Uh, people need so to understand not gonna, to cross that line. You're gonna, I don't hold his actions against him at all. If you don't want your ass whooped, you don't throw anything at anybody anywhere. If they was out on the street in a bar, he wouldn't have threw that beer at him. I'm gonna have but to he disagree. knew he was protected. I'm going to have to disagree because I feel like on the field, F that. You've, you, you are making millions of dollars to play football. Fans are going to get irate. You caused a whole scene by going back and being like, come down here and say it to my face. Obviously, the fan is not going to come out of the crowd. And you could have just walked into the locker room. So you don't feel like there should be a line for fans? You feel like that's, that's not ex- what I'm saying. But- no, I didn't say that at all. I didn't say it's acceptable. I didn't say like immediately security should be down in that area finding who threw the beer and escorting them out. But aside from that, I feel like. You do have to hold yourself to a higher standard on the field when things like that happen. That's not fair. That's not fair. And I and I don't think that it's realistic. Right? Like and maybe it's maybe because, because I, you're a maybe guy. it's because I'm a guy. Yeah, and maybe it's because a guy that guys I guys have to fight over things like that, I, I guess. I just completely understand that. I don't care whether I'm Anthony right here on this podcast. Well, you're the fantasy sage or on the podcast. I'm Anthony the superstar. If this podcast makes fifty million dollars, ooh, I hope so. You heard about the kid who made eleven million dollars yes, on YouTube videos? He's six. He opens toys and talks about them, and other kids watch it. Right. He's made eleven million dollars off amazing. ads. No, we're gonna we're uh, we're, <laughs> we're not gonna plug that podcast yet. <laughs> we're gonna we shamelessly will, plug that. We will that in a exploit our children too for eleven um, million dollars. But okay, so if the, if this podcast starts making twenty million dollars a year, right, and we're bringing in good revenue in this podcast, am I now automatically held to a different standard that if somebody throws a beer at me out in public, that I can't defend myself? No, but if somebody came into the studio and threw a beer on you while you were recording... I'm going to punch him in the face. Yeah, it's different. I don't know. It's It's just different. And I'm still a public figure, just in a different... You know what I'm saying? You'll get scrutinized, though. It's a different format. That's fine. And probably sued. Cool. Great. 
I don't mind that at all. You'll probably have to cash my, out. My point is, you can't, we can't, these people are men and people first, right? Before they were ever football players, before they were anything else, before they were multi-million dollar earners. These men were people. And there's no way that I expect anybody I don't care what your position. I don't care if you're a congressman. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. Somebody throws a beer at Trump. Uh, no, 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 no. Somebody throws a beer at Obama. He is not running up on him like, what you got on my 40, He's fool? not, but I wouldn't be mad if he did. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. I'm not going to scrutinize him. Girl, that's Barack Obama. If he's Jr. somewhere and somebody throws a beer at him and he stepped like, bro. Okay, somebody threw a shoe at Bush number two. Yeah, but he ain't no fighter. He ain't no. He's not, he not about to. <laughs> he ducked brawl that. He ducked. Hey, right, he did. He matrixed him. You know what I'm saying? There he is right there. <laughs> um, he just matrixed him. But I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying. Okay. I, you know, I understand both sides of the coin. Like, but I'm not mad at the dude for reacting the way that he did. That's instinctual. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Somebody throws a beer at you. Like, we fight now. That's what happens. All right. I'm going to move my secret segment to next week because I think it'll still apply. No, uh, I don't get a secret segment? No. <sighs> We All had right. a long discussion with Versus. Don't forget. I won't. Then. I have it written okay. down. All right. So we're going to jump right into. You've got to be bold. Go. Yeah. Won't be goddamn So this is what I'll say. Okay. I can be seen. Great. I made a lot of predictions last week. Yeah. Even outside of. You usually do. Even outside of Fantasy Gold and Fantasy Lead. I made a lot of predictions. A lot of you should do this. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And for the first time. In a little while. You were wrong on all of oh, them. Oh, no, no, no. I sat back and watched football this weekend <laughs> and said, yep, I told them to do that. Hope they did it. I think I had that yep, one. Yep, I think I had that one. Hope they listened. I had some pretty solid predictions last week. Now, having said that, let's go into fantasy gold from last week, okay? A Thursday night game was not as exciting as we expected it to be. Okay, the New Orleans Saints side of the ball, they struggled a bit. Breeze had 271 and two. Alvin Kamara got hurt. Uh, And Ted Ginn only went two for 10. Now, you couldn't have predicted injury. Falcon side of the ball, I said Julio Sanu Freeman. Here are the numbers Mm -hmm. Julio Jones, five for 98. Mm -hmm. Decent night. Muhammad Sanu, six for 83 and a touchdown. Good night. Devontae Freeman, 24 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. Hope you listen to all of that. I feel like you're spending all this time patting yourself on the back oh, instead of giving our fans the advice that they come and listen to. No, I'm getting I'm getting to this okay. week, but I, I like to recap. You like to toot what, your own horn, I But I also I see. say when I was wrong, and I admit when I was wrong. So when <laughs> yeah, I'm but right, you don't spend all this look, time. When I'm you right, I get to You didn't write down the stats when I'm on right, how you I get to Okay. Other gold game last week was Packers, Browns. Brett Hundley, 265 and three touchdowns. Jamal Williams, 15 carries for 49 yards and a touchdown, and also seven receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. And Devontae Adams, 10 for 84 and two. You're welcome. Well, thank you, sir. David Njoku didn't do what I expected him to do. 
Uh, Josh Gordon was three for 69 and a touchdown. And Isaiah Crowell rushed 19 times for 121. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the fantasy led game I chose last week was Seattle against Jacksonville. Actually ended up not being as led as I thought it was going to be. They actually played well. Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett had good games, as well as Blake Bortles, Leonard Fournette, and Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole had three receptions for 99 yards and a touchdown. Now, with Alan Hearns hurt and Marquise Lee hurt, this might be a guy that you want to pay attention to. Now, we're in fantasy playoff time. I'm not going to tell you to go pick this guy up and start him for sure because we never know what Blake Bortles right. is going to be week in and week out. But oh, definitely, weird. <laughs> definitely keep an eye on him. Um, so let's go into this week's fantasy goal. Uh, fantasy gold this week, I have another Green Bay game. I have Green Bay against Carolina. Okay. Uh, I firmly, firmly believe in the Green Bay Packers now that Mr. Aaron Rodgers is back. I second that. And if it were me and I had been holding on to Aaron Rodgers this whole time or I had picked Aaron Rodgers up off the waivers because somebody else dropped him, I would start Aaron Rodgers. Did you pick up Aaron yes. Rodgers off waivers because people leagues. dropped him? Absolutely. In two <laughs> leagues. I also picked up Jordy Nelson in waivers in a couple of leagues where people were like, Rodgers is gone. Jordy Nelson's Nelson not doing has nothing. proved to be nothing. I will start him too this week. With Aaron Rodgers back, Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers these goes Jordy Nelson. Bold moves, sir. You live and die by hey, these. This is this is this is playoffs. This is make or break. Yep. Uh, I would also start Devontae Adams. Okay. He's always relevant. And Jamal Williams this okay. week for the for the Green Bay Packers. For Carolina, I would start uh, Cam Newton mm-hmm. against the Green Bay defense. I believe Hurt in Cam him. Newton. And, yes, him and Devin Funches. We talk so much smack about him and then would <laughs> start <Yeah>. him. <laughs> him. Him and Devin Funches and also Christian McCaffrey. I would not start Jonathan Stewart this week. What about? Don't play yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, game number two. L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Interesante. Generally, this is a division matchup that's a very low scoring yeah, game. Yeah, it generally. was last season. But both of these offenses, like usually the Rams have had to rely on their defense because mm-hmm. their offense has been so terrible. That's true. Their offense Both is of these now. offenses are on fire right now. And so I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout, just like we saw last week against the Eagles. Okay. Um, so Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. Now here's the thing. We'll start one of these two. If Robert Woods plays, mm-hmm. you start Robert Woods. Yes. If Robert Woods does not play, uh-huh. you start Cooper Cup. Okay. Cup with two Ps and a K. Yes. Got it. On the Seattle side of the ball, Russell Wilson. I think Jimmy Graham is going to have a great bounce back. He gave you a big fat zero. He gave me two big fat zeros this past week. He's going to play well, and I would also start Paul Richardson. Okay. This week for the Seahawks fantasy led is going to be the Miami versus Buffalo game. Okay. I think it's going to be strictly because of snow. The snow. Um, have you looked at the forecast? I haven't checked the weather report. But it's definitely, I do know for sure that it's going to be down in 18 degree territory. Ugh. So it's going to be extreme. It's 45 right now and I'm freezing. cold, which means the football is going to feel like a rock, which means it's going to be a run heavy game. Mm-hmm. So if there's potential, then we're looking at a Kenyon Drake versus LaShawn McCoy 
battle if there's going to be potential in this game. McCoy is dealing with a knee injury, though, right? Yeah, he's always dealing with That's a, true. A something injury. He's been dealing with a knee injury right? since And he saved my week last week, getting that late touchdown in overtime to win the game. Okay. Um, but with that weather, the way that it is, I don't see any of the passing options being viable. I don't see any of the quarterback options being viable. doesn't matter who starts. Um, so if you're going to start anybody, start the running backs, but still proceed with caution. Got it, got it, got it. So, hopefully we can get you through to your championship, your fantasy championship. Hopefully we can get me through. Yeah. I know. It's tough. We have, we, we need to recoup some of the, these yeah, fantasy trying buy-ins. This, trying to get this bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, good luck, good night, yeah. good and feel free to hit get me up. Get your dogs and cats well, neutered well, or spayed. Well, I don't know how it goes. Well, we post this. I've had a few people hit me up on Facebook <clears> when we post these. Feel free to comment on the link or however you can reach me. I'm at the Tony James on Twitter. Um, however you want to reach me, ask me fantasy questions. Hey, start you need to questions. start a fantasy uh, sage Twitter handle. I know, I know. I need to start a Twitter handle specifically oh, for We for all know mom. you're not going to do that. No, I will. I'll mm-hmm. do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, hit me up. Start sit questions. I'm willing to answer any questions you guys have about who to play, who not to play, who to stay away from. I'm willing to listen to your philosophies on everything. Yell at me about something I said on the podcast. Tell me you hate <laughs> me. I don't care. I'll press. It's good press. Just hit me up. Uh, I'm open. So, Well, good luck this week. And, and may the odds be forever in your favor. favor. Ch-ch-ch-ch.